Welcome to our Women of Victory podcast. I'm Pastor Di, and I am so glad to have everyone joining us today. I am very excited with my guest today. Um, this is someone that has been in my life for many years, and she has just really poured into me and helped me walk through many seasons. And I'm just so thankful for her. This is Diane Cates. And um, so Diane, welcome. Oops. Thank you. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that, but that's okay. Uh, I'm going to talk with my hands. Um, So glad to have you here today. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about who you are. Okay, well, I'm better known as Pastor Ralph's wife, <laughs> and uh, it's just been uh, wonderful to see the church and the, the progress and everything. I'm, uh, I mean, Ralph and I, you know, when the old church, it, it was interesting, but when Pastor James came and had the vision, uh, we said he not only had the vision, he had the energy to mm. see it go through and happen, and we, we just pinch ourselves every year or every week, you know, to see all these people and, and just what's happened. And, and the growth. So we're just and, really yeah. thrilled about our church. Well, and Pastor Ralph, he is, for those that don't know, he's our, like our uh, matriarch. He's like the... Uh-huh. the the seasoned guy that's right. been around through mm-hmm. it all. Right. And in fact, he has a big birthday coming up yes, in does. June, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. How old is Pastor Ralph going to be? 90. 90. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then one of the things that you and I have in common that I don't know that a lot of people do, we almost share wedding anniversary yes. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Ours is December 30th. And ours is the 31st. 31st. And mm-hmm. then Dean and I We'll be married 35 years this year. Mm-hmm. And then how long will you and Pastor Ralph be married? I think we just uh, celebrated 32nd year. 32nd. So, mm-hmm. yeah, at, that makes me laugh to mm-hmm. think that we have a few years on you. Yes. Uh, in the marriage department. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have a little bit more in season yeah. for us, though. Well, there's a little story. Maybe I'll just share that. I thought about it. Um, that, you know, we'd been dating a little while and everything and Ralph had, had uh, his wife had died and I was divorced and had children, two, two teenagers still at home. Mm-hmm. And what was, uh, interesting, you know, that we were dating and we had both been reading, um, the Proverbs, you know, one proverb a day and everything. Yeah. And so on the 18th of December, I said to him when he was going home, I said, have you read your Proverbs today? He said, no. And I says, we'll go home and read it, uh, the <laughs> proverb of the day and um, pay attention to one of the verses. And then I I knew the, I know the number, but I can't remember it at the moment. But it was, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and he proposed like three days later. Okay. So. <laughs> I haven't heard that story. That's so good. Yeah, okay. I, that's good. So, we give that out there to some of the other girls that right. might need to prompt that boy along. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's how that all started. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. And so, when you guys got together, then you you still had children at home. I had two. Uh, I have my son and daughter, and uh, they were teenagers, and mm-hmm. uh, they were going to the Penfield schools. And uh, so my son was about to graduate the next year, and so he was okay to to still live in the, our apartment or our house uh, when I married Ralph in the house. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was a little bit of a challenge that first year because we did have to buy another house for my daughter to finish Penfield School. Oh, okay. And to be in the okay. district there and. 
I was so proud of him. I never would have dreamed he'd do this because he was on the city commission. Mm -hmm. And um, they, because of that, he had to move out of the district mm -hmm. in order, you know, that wasn't, uh, so he, he gave up his position as a commissioner. Okay. And uh, so I was I was real delighted he did that because it allowed my daughter to finish up school because oh, all right. my kids had gone to Penfield. For him to, like, step in that. So you have some blended family oh, experience yeah. in a big way. Oh, yeah. So, so mm -hmm. together, share with everybody some of your stats here. What oh, are some gosh. of your numbers? <laughs> uh, well, he had six children at home, and then I had six altogether, but mm -hmm. the, the others are, you know, married and on their own and everything. So uh, we, did, we just had the two teenagers there, but uh, we have many, many grandchildren, and I really can't say how many at this point, but I know that our great-grands are over 50 now. So, oh, my gosh. And uh, so that's <laughs> wonderful. So what, what a wonderful thing, mm -hmm. you know, to think of the, the legacy right. there that mm -hmm. God has placed just in your hearts and your children's hearts and your grandchildren mm -hmm. and just how that's passed on. Right. That, that's just, a, I mean, that's a, a promise. Mm -hmm. uh, God's mm -hmm. promise. So, mm -hmm. well, um, I wanted to talk to you today um, because uh, a, a little bit because I know that you're a prayer warrior, mm -hmm. and um, I just think that's so important mm -hmm. that everybody kind of understands. And I want to kind of share like what what that looks like in your mm -hmm. everyday life and stuff. But I also know that when you and I had talked, you had um, a part of your testimony that mm -hmm. you felt like God was pressing on for you mm -hmm. to share. Mm -hmm. So, um, tell me about that. Okay, well, uh, whenever I, I was growing up, uh, we there was uh, there was four daughters, and I was baby in the family. Okay. And um, unfortunately, my parents were both alcoholics. Okay. Okay. And uh, so mm -hmm. our life wasn't pretty. Yeah. And um, I even as a child, the one thing I know that you know when I went to other houses and. Uh, you know, it wasn't like the house I lived in and everything, mm. and I, but it was my normal. Right. So I right. just thought that's the way everybody lived, you know. Isn't that interesting? I mean, I think that happens just with, with all children. Mm -hmm. You feel like your home is the same as everybody else's right. until mm -hmm. you're subjected to something other than that. And right. you realize that that's not the norm, just like we walk in things that it, it's not a truth. Mm -hmm. But it's a lie, but it becomes our truth mm -hmm. because we we accept it and we don't know any different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know the uh, like the other houses, you know, they were the leave it to beaver kind of thing mm -hmm. and all that. Yeah. So, um, but uh, so unfortunately, my parents uh, died early. I mean, I I was uh, I was fourteen when my mother died, and then mm. my father died a few years later. But uh, one of the things that uh, was interesting is, uh, I, I'll go back to my friend Peggy. Uh, in the fourth grade, uh, the superintendent, or principal, I rather, mm -hmm. came in and um, she brought this girl in the room and she says, well, now this girl lives on Post Avenue. Is there anybody here that can walk home with her so that she'll find her way home? And I said, I can, because mm -hmm. I lived just one street over. And so right from there, we became fast friends. Oh. And what was so amazing about it as our friendship progressed, you know, 
they were a Christian family. Mm. Now her mother was raising five children all by herself. And, and, but I learned about a family altar and they would let me stay and eat. And so they just took me under their wing and they were just so precious and wonderful. How wonderful because you didn't know anything like that at home, right? right. No, not, not at all. Although my, one of two, two of my older sisters, uh, they had found Jesus Mm -hmm. and one in particular was very solid with their faith. And so that was uh, and someone that I could, you know, talk to about things and everything. But yeah. unfortunately, I didn't. I mean, we were all uh, good, but um, I didn't give my heart to the Lord until I was probably in my late teens Yeah, and everything. Yeah. And so, uh, but the thing that I admired the most about Peggy's family is the mother that she prayed for me mm. and she continued to pray for me. And that's what I think about the power of prayer. Yeah. You just don't know. And, um, she, you know, they were delighted when they knew that I had become a born again Christian and everything. And so that was meaningful to me that, uh, you know, uh, when people, you know, are talking to me and just casually mention something that's going on in their life, I not always, but often say, I will pray for you. And I do. And I have a list and, you know, try to, I mean, I've been all over these sonic babies. (laughs) They're so coming (laughs) because I I was so excited at this happy time for them and everything. But, you know, I just like to pray. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, thank you so much for like bringing that up about Peggy's mom. Mm -hmm. You know, you, we don't, always see like the results of our prayers mm-hmm. and stuff but we know when we're led to pray mm-hmm. and stuff and even when we're not when we're praying for the unseen mm-hmm. right but for them to bring you into their home mm-hmm. and for her to cover you in prayer for all those years and to know mm-hmm. that she had prayed for you mm-hmm. and um, you know I have great memories mm-hmm. of my mom and my grandma and stuff just knowing that they were prayer warriors mm-hmm. and um, that there were so many times I can think of in my life mm-hmm. that um, I know that I was safe and protected right. because of their prayers, mm-hmm. because I wasn't making such great choices, mm-hmm. but they kept me covered in prayer. And so yep. I know that I was protected from a lot of things mm-hmm. because of that. Mm-hmm. And so so to have that memory instilled upon you, and now you've become that prayer warrior. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's so good. I think about, um, you know, it, prayer has become part of our, it's showing that we have dependent on God. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not ourselves. Mm-hmm. So that we have to be offering it up to him. And um, one of the things that you had shared that stuck out, um, my youngest daughter, Elle, had remembered this. And she'd always say, I know if Miss Diane says she's praying for me, mm-hmm. she's praying for me mm-hmm. and stuff. But you had shared that you have a, a journal or a, a list and how yes. you pray. Mm-hmm. Can you can you tell me what your prayer time looks like? Well, um, fortunately, I mean, early on, once I was Christian, I did get up early, like to read early and read a devotional, the daily bread and all of that, you mm-hmm. know. And start my day out that way. Mm -hmm. And um, so uh, I just started jotting down some things about people. And, I mean, I don't go into a lot of 
things, but uh, even the people that come up for prayer for the mm -hmm. prayer team, you know, I, you know, jot down a note and things that they're struggling with. Yeah, yeah. And then tell them that I'll pray mm -hmm. because uh, I just want to know that God's covering whatever it is that they're going through because I've been there. Right, so, right. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I like that, you know, you, you say I've been there. Mm -hmm. That, you know, you have that empathetic ear mm -hmm. and that it's it's going to God mm -hmm. and stuff. You know, I, I too, I think one of the things when we talk about prayer, we think that we need to have like this extensive uh, conversation mm -hmm. with God about every little detail. Mm -hmm. But that that's not really the case. Right. You know, he knows our heart and mm -hmm. he knows um, what he knows before we ask. Right. You know, I, um, mm -hmm. Matthew 6, 8, that, you know, that's what that says mm -hmm. is God knows our heart. He's seeking our heart mm -hmm. and he knows before we ask, but it's so important. I love that you have a journal and have written these things down mm -hmm. because you can lay that at God's mm -hmm. feet without reading the whole journal out loud. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So because he knows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you've made that conscious effort mm -hmm. for that and stuff. So um, how have you seen that change over the years? Well, um, let's see. Uh, well, our lives are changing. You know, we're mm -hmm. in a, a different phase of life. You know, we're yeah. getting older. And, mm -hmm. and so that has changed a lot of things. But, I mean, it hasn't changed how I pray for people or anything. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, it's just, uh, uh, let's see, I, I guess I want to talk about Pastor Ralph. It's, I mean, when we, you know, the, when we got married, I know his daughters uh, said, this is going to be an adventure, and, <laughs> and it has been. Yeah. And uh, I never in my wildest dreams would have thought, you know, that I would go places like we've gone to mm -hmm. overseas and Philippines, Japan, just all these different places. And it's just been quite a opportunity, you know, to uh, see people in different countries and all that. It, it's just been amazing. Mm. And uh, so... That's so cool. Yeah. You know, and to to go beyond to have um to know those hearts and have those mm -hmm. experiences mm -hmm. to just open your eyes up to God's work and the answers to prayer. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I, I I'm sure through all of those uh, adventures and seasons and mm -hmm. all of your uh, children and grandchildren and great grandchildren, right. you know, mm -hmm. you have a, a legacy to say that you've seen answers to prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yep. And fortunately, uh, all of my children, my six children, one is in heaven, uh, that they have given their heart to the Lord. I mean, they're very dedicated. My daughter, you know, serves here and mm -hmm. plays keyboard and just it's amazing and how that's just a, a legacy. Yeah. You know, and to see them serving and doing what they do. And uh, their fr families are growing and, and mm -hmm. doing the same thing. So it's just been beautiful to see. Well, and and that is because of the prayer mm -hmm. that you've covered them mm -hmm. with. And so I think this has me thinking about just encouragement mm -hmm. for, for others, for parents, um, grandparents, 
and stuff that may have right. um, children or grandchildren or family members that, you know, that are struggling right now. Mm-hmm. And um, with them being adults, mm-hmm. it, that's, that's what we, the only thing we can do, mm-hmm. right, is cover them in prayer mm-hmm. and stuff. So that's really a huge answer to prayer right. that you've seen. Right. And so I just want everybody that's listening to feel encouraged mm-hmm. because, you know, it, it didn't start out that way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, one thing I, I wanted to share, uh, this uh, out of the New Living Translation because after Ralph and I were married and like my life changed so dramatically, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm in the, in the Lord and, and just the opportunities we've had in the church. And, and it's just been amazing that, uh, even though the, the childhood was painful, yeah. uh, this was, um, I'll read it It's Joel and it's, uh, chapter two, 25 to 27. And it says, the Lord says, I will give you back what you lost. Mm. The swarming loyalists and the hopping locusts, the stripping locusts and the cutting locusts. And it was sent this destroying army against you. Once again, you will have all the food you want. You will uh, praise the Lord your God who does these miracles for you. Never again will my people be disgraced. Then Mm. you will know that I'm among my people and that I am the Lord your God and there is no other. Never again will my people be disgraced. And mm. I felt like he made up for all, oh. you know, this is made up for all the time that I struggled as a child and the things that, you know, wow. I went through. That's so good. And that's so encouraging mm-hmm. to know that, um, I mean, his favor and his blessings, yes. mm-hmm. how they've covered you, mm-hmm. even, um, the beginnings weren't so good. Mm-hmm. And I think that's encouraging for those that um, had those tough beginnings, mm-hmm. but also are maybe in a tough time right now mm-hmm. to know that, you know, all we have to do is go to God and, and give it over to him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he sees us. Uh, we talked earlier today, you and I were talking about Hannah mm-hmm. in the Bible mm-hmm. and, um, how the Bible says that um, it, God remembered her, right? Mm-hmm. Right, and sometimes I feel like when we hear the word "remember," mm-hmm. we think, "Oh, I need to remember this so I don't forget it." Mm-hmm. But actually, when I started to look, um, it, "remember" means aware. Yes, and so mm-hmm. that was so um, encouraging. Mm-hmm. I, and goes along with what we're talking about now. Mm-hmm. God's aware. Mm-hmm. God, God was there, and He was aware of your childhood, mm-hmm. and your struggles, mm-hmm. and stuff. But He was there. Right. That was another thing that came. One of the last teachings you did, I was watching to kind of get a mm-hmm. idea of what this was like, and what I came away with. It was like the Lord downloaded. I was there all the time. Mm. And that was such a blessing to sense and know that he was there. And then to know that he was there. Yes, yes. So I think that's what we want to encourage everybody with today, mm-hmm. really, is that um, that God's there. Mm-hmm. Even in the midst of feeling like that he may not be or that we're struggling, mm-hmm. but that that he's there Mm 
and he's has a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Romans eight twenty seven, it you know it talks about how God searches our heart. Mm-hmm. He knows our heart. He mm-hmm. knows um, every single thing and stuff. So that He's there. Um, another verse that goes along with that. That um, this is in the message version that I wrote out today. It's Psalm thirty four eighteen, and it says, "If your heart is broken, mm-hmm. and um, you will find God right there." Oh, beautiful! If you are kicked in the gut, He will help you catch your breath. Oh, and mm-hmm. you know it's it's knowing. All right, I need to take that next breath. Mm-hmm. My heart's broken. I don't understand, especially with you as a young child. Mm-hmm. You know thinking that this is what's normal mm-hmm. in your home. And, mm-hmm. and it wasn't normal no. and stuff. And so for a family to come in mm-hmm. and to show you otherwise and to cover you in prayer right. and in turn, God restored all of these things for you mm-hmm. now. And um, just what a blessing that is and has turned you into such a prayer warrior mm-hmm. that, um, yeah. that we all appreciate so much. Yeah. So. Yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to share today? No, I think that pretty much covers yeah, it. Yeah, no, I think I, that's good. Okay. I really do. I think um, knowing that that he's there mm-hmm. and all we have to do is um, just go and ask him. Um, I, I made a note about prayer cultivates a deeper relationship with God. It's yielding ourselves for God to work in us. Mm-hmm. And through that, to see us grow and develop. But to have that legacy and that testimony of through my prayers, mm-hmm. of yielding over and, and laying these things at God's feet, um, he, he shows us the answer, you know, mm-hmm. so many answers to prayer mm-hmm. that we have. And like, like with our children, with our grandchildren mm-hmm. and things like that. So mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much. And oh, then also welcome. I love that, um, that, that, you, that you write it down. Mm-hmm. That you have that journal mm-hmm. with those prayers, and you just lay that before God, mm-hmm. and um, and and know that He's got them all mm-hmm. there. We don't need to remember, mm-hmm. but um, but God knows. He does. Yeah, he does. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Diane, would you pray for everybody that's listening? Sure. Sure. All right. Thank you. Okay. Well, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time together. Uh, I know it was uh, not my comfort zone, but I felt like. I should do this. And uh, thank you, Father, for the amazing things you're doing in our church and midst uh, with all the different campuses we have now and just the beautiful things that are happening among the families. We thank you, Jesus, for the gifts and callings you've put in all the people that are here, part of our church. And we just pray blessings over each one that comes each Sunday and uh, that they will continue to be a part of us and uh, just trust that you're there and uh, these times we have are, are so questionable, but we know you're with us and you'll see us through. So we mm-hmm. ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you. I got mm-hmm. you out of your comfort zone uh-huh. having a conversation with me today. Uh-huh. <laughs> we Never. have tons of conversations. Mm-hmm. Oh, I appreciate definitely. so much mm-hmm. of just you pouring in my life and mm-hmm. so many of us that you do, uh-huh. um, you know, and that we know that... Mm-hmm. Uh, that you were praying and you were covering. Another thing I just came to my mind while you were praying that I think is so important is um, I always know God, if God lays something on your heart or someone on your heart, 
you follow through and you ask. Mm -hmm. Today, you came in my office and asked about how Ellie and Jacob were because we had gone and visited them mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. stuff. And just that like follow up mm -hmm. that your heart does that you do is so good and so Thank important. You. So I just want to mm -hmm. encourage everybody that's listening. You know, you have somebody that is on your heart, that moment that you've prayed for. If you have an opportunity, reach out to them mm -hmm. and just ask them how they're doing mm -hmm. and stuff. It just means so much. Mm -hmm. So um, thank you so much for uh, listening or watching our Women of Victory podcast today. And we look forward to um, you joining us next time.